Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Brought to you by Mighty Taco. Mighty Taco would go great right about now. By Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. And by Dent Neurologic Institute. Developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community. Good morning and welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiri, along with... Marquel Slaughter, Roger Weiss, and Joe Marguccio. A lot to talk about this morning. Scores and highlights. We'll have news and notes. We'll have the Western New York Athlete of the Week. It's a new feature that we will uh, try to bring to you each and every week. Uh, we'll preview some of today's games going on. But before we do that, I want to say good morning to Chris DeMarco, AD at uh, Sweet Home High School. Had the pleasure last night of meeting Chris and uh, checking out the new digs. Absolutely gorgeous. Good morning, Chris. Hey, good morning, Tony. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure to uh, attend last night's game. Uh, I know the score didn't uh, satisfy the Sweet Home faithful, but uh, you guys should be proud of what you put together as far as uh, the new field goes. Actually, a new complex. We saw uh, baseball, softball diamonds over there. The soccer field is just Absolutely beautiful new press box, nice concession stand. Roger, you know I had to get that in there. Did you notice the dugouts on those? Yes, uh, I did. The girls and the boys. And, uh, Chris, I didn't realize, or I might have waited a week to uh, come. Of course, you remember I was there a week earlier. I didn't realize last night was a formal event. It was so formal, I heard Coach Krasansky actually wore lock pants to that affair. <laughs> I think he may have when I watched him walk through. <laughs> the first time I ever seen him wear a pants, I said, Hey, Craig, where's the shorts? He must have been coming from a wedding. <laughs> I didn't recognize him. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, but it was nice to see him, and it was nice to see a, a good crowd last night uh, cheering on the Panthers. Uh, uh, again, I'm just absolutely impressed with everything that you guys have done there. And you have a bunch of events that uh, you guys have been working in around inaugurating the new complex. Oh, you're right. Tony, you know what? We are very, very proud of the complex and very uh, grateful and appreciative to the community you know, for the amount of support. But we've got homecoming uh, coming up next week on the 23rd. And uh, homecoming has been a very, very special tradition for us over the last several years as a community day. So uh, this one being so special because it, it's, it's under the lights. It's our first Friday one. Um, so we'll be under the tent, uh, and we start some festivities at 5 o'clock. Uh, we'll have free popcorn, cotton candy, snow cone. We've got food trucks, bounce houses, obstacle course. I mean, you name it, face painting, tattoos, arts and crafts. Um, it, it's a real nice event. Uh, for our community, and um, we're very, very proud of that. But also, we're going to be bringing back uh, a, a tremendous amount of alumni for our decades of champions. So we're going to be bringing back championship teams from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and uh, 2000 era, so uh, five decades 
of champions that we're going to be bringing back celebrating homecoming. So we're hoping that we're going to get a wonderful turnout and a great night. Well, I saw several uh, people wearing shirts commemorating different championships uh, last night. And if I tell my son Nick about a uh, food truck and all the other stuff, so I, I got a feeling that he's going to be saying, Dad, can we go to Sweet Home again? Tony, I, I saw him with the pizza and make sure, you know, we all snow cones as well. So I hope you <laughs> took him out for ice cream afterwards. I had to try to get his uh, mind off of it because he does have a game this week. <laughs> Roger, you had a comment. Yeah, Chris, uh, I hate to be uh, negative, and you know me never being devil's advocate, but uh, we're going to wait to pass judgment until we get to one of those playoff games like uh, the Iroquois Sweet Home games in the days of yore when it's raining and it's cold. Then we'll pass judgment on your new facility. But other than that, <laughs> very impressive, Chris. Very impressive. That sounds great. Thanks, Roger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys have done a, a great job. Uh, what time does it all ki- uh, get going next week? Well, like I said, we're at, at 5 o'clock, um, we start everything. And then that night, by the way, is also our Hall of Fame. So we're inducting six athletes, um, you know, that evening. Ron Andrews, Tori Siebert, Brian Hanselman, uh, Brian Taylor, Stephanie Belke, and Brian Boswell. And also uh, one of our coaches, uh, Kathy McDonald, who's our bowling coach for a number of years. So that all, everything's going to be kicking off at 5 o'clock. Um, and then at halftime of, uh, of the football game, we're going to recognize 32 of our championship teams over the last five decades and bring them out onto the field with our uh, Hall of Fame inductees. Wow. That's going to be a special event. Uh, I think anybody that goes there is going to have goosebumps watching. Yeah, you're not kidding. I'm just very, very excited, you know, thinking about it and, um, you know, the atmosphere and everything else. Like you said, you know, that facility is so wonderful and it provides a great opportunity for us to celebrate our athletic tradition. And uh, we're very, very, very excited about it. We're very excited to, you know, have some people coming back that haven't been around in several years. Some of our former coaches, Joe Schiffler will be there. Uh, Paul Schintz is to be back. Paul oh, Schintz. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, 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 it's going to be an absolutely wonderful evening, and we're so looking forward to it. And like last night, you and I were having a conversation on how nice it is where Friday night is now turned into the night for high school football. It used to be, you know, most of the games were on Saturdays, but now many of the districts uh, have gone to uh, turf fields. They've they've put in lights, so now we're really getting that Friday night atmosphere. And I, I think that's the way it should be. Well, you know, I, I think we're catching up with the rest of the country as far as, as that concept. I mean, our football has always been great. Um, but, again, many of our schools, we just haven't had lights. So when you think about, you know, the Texas and Ohio and Pennsylvania and all the Friday night, you know, uh, events and that, well, Western New York, we're catching up. So with more fields being built, more lights being put up, um, and you see it in the papers now. But Saturday morning, you know, you have more football games, high school football, than what we have on, on Sunday mornings. So um, I, I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful for our community and wonderful for our kids. So, um, and I, I'm just so, so happy and excited to be a part of it. Excellent. Hey, Chris, uh, thanks for joining us this morning. Best of luck to you guys. Uh, I know you'll have a good turnout, and a lot of people are going to be excited about everything going on at Sweet Home. Tony, Roger, thank you guys so much for what you do and having me on and uh, being able to put in a little bit of plug for Sweet Home uh, for our homecoming uh, coming up this Friday night. I really, really appreciate it. Again, we appreciate all you guys do for high school sports. Oh, it's a, it's a, our pleasure, indeed. Chris, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. 
Thanks, you too. Go Panthers. All right, there you go. Uh, Chris DeMarco, Athletic Director at Sweet Home. It, right, Raj. I mean, it's outstanding. You're looking at the softball field and the baseball diamond right next to it, and then the football field, soccer field behind. Just absolutely gorgeous. And yeah, like those dugouts. There are not that many uh, high schools in Western New York that have dugouts for baseball, let alone for baseball and for girls' softball. So that part was very impressive. Uh, like I say, uh, you know, and again, we'll hold off judgment. You know, <laughs> Until the uh, wind comes yeah, around. I just, I can, oh, God, I, sh- I can remember some of those playoff games. Iroquois and Sweet Home, oh, my God, is this game over yet? I didn't care who won. I just wanted the game to be over so I could go home. <laughs> I don't and know. Those were, those were classic uh, Sweet Home Iroquois. Oh, absolutely. Back in the day 10 years ago or so. I was comfortable <laughs> in the press box, by the way. Yeah. I'm glad you came oh, well, your senses, Raj, back in the day, 10 years ago. Yeah, way back, <laughs> oh, way back when, right? Yeah. yeah. You uh-huh. said it. <laughs> no, uh, Anthony, I certainly hope you can uh, uh, make that game to represent Inside High School Sports. If I did, I could come at halftime. Uh, another uh, event that's going to happen next Friday at 5 o'clock, very near and dear to us. At uh, Iroquois High School, the 2016 homecoming and induction into the Iroquois uh, High School Wall of Fame. And, uh, you know, it's with sadness that I mentioned, but, you know, I'm happy for them. But, you know, we miss them. Uh, Daryl Gustaville, a.k.a. Milt Lattimore, will uh, be uh, inducted into the uh, Iroquois Wall of Fame next Friday. So that's, their again, their homecoming game. And. God, we miss him. Not a day goes by where I'm not thinking about him. I know, me too. Especially this time of year. Oh, well, I, um, it hurts. It really does. All right, let's move on. We've got news and notes uh, to get to, and I want to pass off a couple of uh, fundraisers that uh, concerning my uh, Little League team, me and my son Nick's uh, Niagara Falls Jr., uh, uh, Diamondbacks. We have a basket auction going on today at the Elks Lodge. That's at 1805 Fashion Outlet Boulevard in front of the mall. This is going to go on, uh, take place from 3 to 8 o'clock. I put together a grilling basket uh, for any of you grilling aficionados uh, with uh, all the necessities involved with grilling and put it in a pretty cool-looking pan, uh, decorated it with our school colors, uh, wrapped it up in uh, clear plastic. So make sure you bid uh, bid heavy on that one. So that's going on from 3 to 8 again at the Elks Lodge. That's at 1805 Fashion Outlet Boulevard in front of the mall. If I, can, uh, if I get done moving my mother-in-law, I might be able to head over there. I have to do... Uh, Move refrigerator and dryer. Well, don't get me going on that. My back already hurts. And then tomorrow at the Walmart in uh, North Tonawanda at 886 Niagara Falls Boulevard, uh, we are going to be uh, going to have a concession stand set up in front, and the kids will be raising money. And the thing is, is we have to get all of our helmets are expiring at the end of this year, and the league is going to need to replace all the helmets. And you're talking about four teams. So we need to raise like $20,000 by next year so that we can keep Little League football affordable in the Niagara Falls area. So I appreciate it if you could head out to the basket auction today at the Elks Lodge or at Walmart tomorrow uh, in North Tonawanda, and uh, please donate to it. All right, you guys, uh, news and notes for... Yeah, last week I went to a volleyball tournament in St. Mary's. St. Mary's always hosts a really good tournament. Um, the final four teams was 
um, all went to states last year, St. Mary's, Eden, Clarence, and Will East. But the champion was St. Mary's. I believe they won their tournament for a third year in a row, I believe. Um, they were able to beat a really good Eden team. A couple girls I noticed from um, St. Mary's was a Chictawaga native, Jill Vitale. They're really good. And Caitlin Meyer, younger sister of uh, Leah Meyer, that's right. That's at Duke right now. Um, really good team. They went to States last year, wasn't able to finish the job, but they should be back again. And the other tournament I wasn't able to make was at um, my alma mater, Cleveland Hill, the girls hosted, uh, um, I think this is the fourth tournament they've hosted, and Maryvale has won the last three of them, so I want to congratulate them. Uh, Maryvale, they've had a nice little turnaround. Coach Tina has done a really good job over there with those girls, and um, they're, they're, they're a force to be reckoned with. Last year, they were undefeated up until the sectional championship game and um, losing to Iroquois, um, now that I mention it, we mention it, but... Um, yeah, really good volleyball tournaments, and they're going to be happening for the next couple weekends now. Eden is playing somewhere right now as we speak, but there's tournaments all over the place. Oh, and Central hosted a tournament as well, and that was won by the Sacred Heart Girls. There'll be volleyball tournaments all the way. I believe October 17th oh. is the uh, North Tonawanda tournament, and that is a huge tournament. They play in what, three different gyms over there, and two of the gyms you can have two volleyball games going on at once. So mm -hmm. there are mega teams out there, but that's not, I believe it's the 17th of October, and uh, they always sell that good chowder, Anthony. you got to stop there on the way home. Now, did you have anything, Raj? Uh, I just wanted to mention I was at the Star Point uh, game last night against Grand Island. I want to give a shout to a few people. Uh, Julia Votour, senior She's going to graduate this year, one of the cheerleaders. Great, awesome job singing the national anthem. And I want to give a shout to Logan Yoder. He's a senior. I believe he's a wideout on the team. He kind of dislocated his elbow in game one, and uh, he's hoping that uh, Star Point can run, not necessarily run the table, but go into the playoffs. He thinks if they make the semis, he might be able to come back by then. Other than that, his season, his regular season's over. And I just want to give a shout. Hate to see that happen to anybody, but sure. especially in your senior year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is out of yesterday's Buffalo News, and uh, this is in honor of our buddy. Uh, Frontier matched last season's win total uh, in just its seventh game by earning a 5 to nothing win over Jamestown. Jonah Kozak had a couple of goals and assists, and our friend Rich Kozak promised his team. Now, I wish I knew about this ahead of time because I would have kind of snuck, Roger and I would have snuck out there, Marquell and uh, Joe as well. And uh, he promised his team pizza and wings for their homecoming if they completed 300 passes. The Falcons did better than that. They completed 352. Good job, Rich. Uh, glad to see that you're emptying your bank account. <laughs> I, was at that, I was at that Jamestown uh, game, I believe it was Thursday. Uh, boy, Jonah Kozak, wow. Has he grown up? I can remember him when he was uh, Nicholas's age anyway and younger, uh, Anthony. So uh, looking real good. I guess that uh, visit over to uh, I assume it was in the Munich uh, area. Did him well. My goodness, he looks so good out there. Only a sophomore. Could be all Western New York in soccer as a sophomore. 
Absolutely. All right, Frank Wolf presents the WesternNewYorkAthletics.com Athlete of the Week, and I hope I get this correctly. It is Pa Lu yeah. from iPrep Soccer. He had nine goals, four assists in week one. Coach Tony Alessi, uh, the other finalists were senior Carissa DiTullio of Lockport Cross Crunch Cross. Cross country, easy for me to say. T.J. Allen, he had 240 yards and two TDs for Will East versus Luport. And Tyler West, a senior forward, scored the first four goals and had an assist in Pine Valley's win over Portville. And boys soccer, check out westernnewyorkathletics.com to get that. All right, let's go to scores and highlights. And it doesn't always mean just last night. We do have a score from... Thursday night, you can follow along in the Buffalo News. It was Perryman, Texas, 55, Bishop Tymon, 12. But Tymon did keep it close in the first half. Uh, so uh, at least they made a game of it, or it looked like they were making a, a game of it against a national powerhouse. Star Point beating Grand Island, 36-19. to We had Williamsville North edging Niagara-Wheatfield, 28-21. to Orchard Park over Jamestown, 41 to 8. Dylan Janka, 14 to 25 for 215 yards and a touchdown. He also ran for a couple. Lancaster beating Frontier, 56 to 17. North Tonawanda, 46. Sweet Home, 14. Lumberjacks had 579 yards on offense. Chris Labani, 213. Zach Woodard threw for 245 and a couple of scores. Amherst beating Kenmore East 45-14. to West Seneca East beating my Bulldogs 43-18. to Burgard coming up short in that game. Austin Bredenstein ran for 266 yards on 31 carries. Bennett all over Iroquois 56-28. Isaiah McDuffie with three touchdowns and 10 tackles. Hamburg beating Riverside 57-6. McKinley beating Lakeshore 36-6. Incidentally, Brave Williams of Lakeshore made Max Preps. You'll see the video and the article on our uh, Facebook page, Inside High School Sports. Medina over Alden, 42-28. Jake Cotter at 133 yards. Lackawanna beating Depew, 20-14. Noble Smith, 219 yards for Lackawanna. Springville 40, Pioneer 7, Ian Baker 126 yards, 4 touchdowns. Olean beating Fredonia slash Westfield slash Brockton 33-6. Maryville all over Luport 48-12. Chautauqua Lake 23, Salamanca uh, 12. Randolph beating Cataraugus Little Valley 56-0. Silver Creek slash Forestville 39 to three over Portville, Cleve Hill 44, Southwestern 3, Matt Eldridge 146 yards, Aaron Waller 170, Akron beating Oakfield, Alabama section 5, 28 to 14, South Park beating West Seneca West 48 to nothing, Maple Grove winning 37 to nothing over Clymer and Shermer in Panama 6. Walsh Jesuit of Ohio, 23. St. Francis, 21. Uh, Gowanda Pine Valley, 43. Wilson, 32. Dunkirk beating Eden North Collins, 42 to nothing. And there are your scores from last night. 
All right, guys, you got comments for one one game before we go to the break. Shoot. Well, quickly, uh, Bennett uh, in their 50, 50 to sixteen win, second and third quarter they outscored Iroquois uh, forty to fourteen. They were actually down twelve six after the first right. quarter. Same thing with Medina, thirty four to seven. Uh, they outscored them. They were down twenty one to eight in the, at halftime. They had a great second half, and uh, I guess Medina is also a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, well, they've been you know think about it, was it the last two or three years uh, been piling up a lot of points. Uh, maybe some questions on defenses whether they could stop uh, enough teams to go on and, and win, but uh, they're doing. Yeah, but it against this year. Alden, that's got to yeah. be their most impressive sure. win in a few years. Sure, absolutely. So uh, down twenty-one to seven at the half, and they. Wow. They they have that type of offense that can light it up like that. Uh, very impressive. All right, guys, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll go over more of the games, and then a little bit later on we'll preview today's contest. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. This We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. Tony Kelligeri along with Mark Slaughter, Roger Weiss, Joe Marguccio. Program note, next week we will be on location if uh, if I can get the equipment to work correctly, I'm being trained on it. But uh, it's a simple little handheld unit that I'm going to bring out to uh, Craig Anthony Field in North Tonawanda. It's on uh, Strad Avenue off of Erie, which is off of Niagara Falls Boulevard, just behind the Tim Hortons. And you'll uh, you go down the street, and you'll see on the left hand side uh, North Tonawanda's uh, Little League Field. And our team's going to be playing at 11 o'clock. So I figured rather than leaving the show early to have to go coach, we're going to do the show on location. They're going to have a nice little area blocked off for us. Uh, we'll have uh, the little guys going. Their game will be going on while we do the show. And then as soon as we say goodbye, I'll jump over to the sidelines Double and uh, coach Nick's game. Nate, that's gonna be, that's gonna be a mentally taxing day for me. Nate, don't you just love Tony's directions? Okay, you go down and when you pass Bocce's, you turn left at the Tim Hortons, a right at the Burger King, a left at the IHOP. <laughs> so everything's food location. Hey, it's landmarks. Okay, they're landmarks. That's exactly. Thank you, Nate. Thank you for having my back on that one. What's that? They're all they're all waiting outside. <laughs> Yeah, feel, your mic's feel not free working to bring right food, now. refreshments, anything specifically if it's hot. Yeah, bring it out. <laughs> Take care of us while we're there, and then uh, let's see. Two weeks after that, we'll be at Grand Island at uh, Veterans Park, and that's off of Bedell. So we'll do the show from that same uh, same situation. So uh, come out and check us out. Say hello. Watch a little bit uh, some little league football, and uh, have some fun. All right. Yeah, now your mic is working. Oh, it's working now. I yeah, said, you're all set. I'd like to see some of my followers from the page out there and meet you guys. Yeah, it'd be great. Uh, come out, check us out. We'll have a lot of fun. And uh, stick around for the 11 o'clock game and root Nicky and his teammates on. Not doing too well on the season, but, hey, this is it's Little League football. It's not about a coaching changer, at least, <laughs> or at least an offensive coordinator. No, offensive <laughs> line coach. they got to replace me. <laughs> I seem to be... Uh, I don't know. We're having fun, though. The kids are having a blast. The ones and losses aren't uh, what's important. thing is, is they're learning how to play football. And, uh, and I'll use Nicholas as an example. You have somebody who's not very athletic 
signing up and playing this year, and he's out there. He's working hard every single night. And the th- the differences that I notice in him from uh, the beginning of the season to now, where he's picking up his feet and putting them down much quicker than he's ever had. He's not very agile, but he's getting there. Uh, he's able to complete uh, a lot of the things now that he wasn't able to do. You know, the the amount of weight that he's lost, which he needed to do. And uh, I'm just so proud of the work that he's putting in. And he's having fun. And he's already said, Dad, I want to play next year. Like, this is great. And, you know, building his confidence up and, and learning what teamwork is all about. It's fantastic. And it's always amazing. To yeah, it, it is amazing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he loves his teammates. His teammates rally around him. And when he gets knocked down, they help him get up. <laughs> and I had a cringe the other night because he, he took a pounding in practice. Uh, we working on our offensive line big time. And, unfortunately, Nick had to bear the brunt of uh, a lot of it and what we're teaching. So, uh he hung in there, and I was very, very proud of him. All right, back to the games from last night. I uh, mentioned I went to the Sweet Home North Tonawanda game, and NT squad is very impressive. They have a team that they have ability to uh, for big plays. They can grind it out. They have two backs that can that can run. They have a quarterback that can run and pass, make smart decisions. They have good size. I'm telling you, North Tonawanda is going to be a force uh, uh, this season. Hey, Roger, you, you uh, alluded to earlier about that Well, I uh, watched the well. replay on uh, Time Warner. I taped a game from a week ago against uh, Will South. Uh, Will South does not have a bad football team, but North Tonawanda just had their way with Will South and all that. Uh, to me, uh, Star Point might give us an argument, and I think it would be week five. Uh, Star Point under the lights is going to host North Tonawanda. My guess is that will be decide who gets the number one seed in the North, who gets the number two. I expect both uh, Star Point and uh, North Tonawanda to host a quarterfinal game in Week Eight. Right now, North Tonawanda on our sports poll, inside high school sports football poll, North Tonawanda isn't even in the top ten. Their honorable mention. And, um, but oh, Star I think Point, they'll be there this year, this Star week. Star Point's been there for a while, so to see them go up again, that might be where I go check the game I go to. Um, might have to check that out. But, yeah, that should be a prime prime time game, Star Point, North Tonawanda. Did anybody lose in the top ten yesterday? In a large school, well, Franny's lost out of town. Okay. And St. Joe's lost out of town, too? This no, they play today. They play today? St. Joe's um, is at O'Hara today. Okay, okay, I okay. don't expect them to drop playing O'Hara today. Oh, that was um. Okay, never mind. And Small school. Burgard died or died. Died. Sorry. Yeah. Dropped. Thanks a lot, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then small school. Yeah, small school. Burgard lost to West Seneca East last night. That's where I was. Did we have Iroquois in the top ten as well? Iroquois. I think they snuck in. So now oh, yeah, that leaves an opportunity for JFK, who missed 10th spot by four places, to have all four Chigdawaga schools in a poll this week. And I voted for JFK last week. So that was for Marquell. <laughs> uh, you know, JFK Cleve Hill game, and uh, I think is that week seven? That's always week seven. Uh, that will be part of that triple header I alluded to a few weeks back. Cleve Hill uh, did a number on uh, Southwestern last night. I haven't had a chance to watch it. That was the Time Warner game. Uh, it was something ridiculous. Score, Forty-four what? to three or something. Forty-four to three. Yeah. Wow, that's even. I must have heard a 
partial score then and all that. I knew it was big. I didn't realize. 41 points to go down to Southwestern. That's impressive. Now, Nate, you have a game coming up that you're going to be calling on Time Warner, right? It will be next week, which I'm actually really excited about. It will be Lancaster versus Williamsville North. Um, Two top teams. you got? I, I okay. I'm going to tell you I've got Lancaster because I was the only one to vote Lancaster number one in last week's poll. I expect Lancaster to win that game. It's going to be a tough game, but Lancaster I don't think is is, is getting as much love as they should in our poll. Uh, I see them. It, it, Bruso told us he said Lancaster's defense is much improved from the past two years, and uh, he was right. Lancaster's defense is real deal. Only holding Frontier now. Frontier's offense is better than they were the previous two years. Right. Held them to three points in the first half 17 points overall that offense though is what you're really going to have to look at i think that they're uh, orchard park's main competition in that uh, in that division i expect lancaster to to uh, overthrow orchard park i think i think lancaster's a real deal this year so the question is going to be is how well north's defense is going to deal with lancaster's offense and that's going to be the concern and and we'll see how it goes it's at home in lancaster i think that plays a big role it's tough sure to it beat does. teams in lancaster it really is um so yeah you can uh, you can listen slash watch me uh, i'll be uh, calling the game with howard simon for that one, uh, so I'm excited to do it. Is Excellent. that Lancaster OP you're talking about? This is Lancaster Will North, North. this oh, week, okay. or coming up on say. Friday night. No, that one's, uh, I think that one's two weeks from now, two That's or three week weeks. week five, and it's on yep. Saturday at one because it's Orchard Park's homecoming. That was the other uh, triple header I had. Right, so we'll be able to go to, to that maybe after this. 4 o'clock, Maryvale, Burgard, 7 o'clock, Aquinas, St. Francis. That's a long day. That's a lot of good football. A lot of good football. <laughs> All right, thanks, Nate. Uh, appreciate that. Um, teams that uh, that you got to say they're like wow they're they're um, they're Orchard Park putting up forty one on Jamestown uh, Jamestown you got to say that they're struggling this year at this point yeah at the very at the very least it's not the same Jamestown it's it's OP and Lancaster and everybody else right now in in Double A's until we see what Will North could do versus Lancaster next week I think it's Lancaster, OP, everybody else. And then today you have Niagara Falls uh, hosting Kenmore West, and that's going to be a big test uh, for both. See which one of those two uh, schools is for real. And, whether I mean, Niagara Falls has a chance. If they win today, uh, I think they can lock up a playoff next week already. That that North 1 seed is really important because we know how the AA Souths, we know the AA South teams are really good. That 1 seed for the North, if it's up for grabs, you better get it. Yeah, and well, you know, so that'll work out again maybe in the quarterfinal, but even if they're the one seed um, in the north, <laughs> in the semifinals, Lancaster they have to play OP. the loser of OP and Lancaster. So uh, <laughs> I, I fully expect round. Lancaster, OP, whatever happens in that game uh, in week five, I think the rematch will be in week 13 at the Ralph. I really believe that. I'd, I'd be stunned. At New Era Field, Roger. Let's get up to date here. Hey, I still call uh, one downtown pilot field. I'm still waiting for him to say Rich Stadium. <laughs> I still say the odd. <laughs> no, Roger's going to say well, the War odd Memorial. Exi- the odd doesn't exist anymore. That's a different one. Oh, well, that's a puddle. What is this deep daughter? You know what I'm you know, I'm looking at the scores right now and I'm looking at Depew and I'm like, wow. Yeah. I'm not used to seeing Depew like this. Nope. Well, this I don't w- think I've ever seen Depew like this. This week at well, least Well maybe was, I did in the mid nineties. This week at least was competitive because they've they've gotten it handed to them the first couple weeks. 
this one they only lost by what six to Lackawanna, who we thought was they really, were, really, really good to start the season. And out. they were up. I guess uh, they went ahead and then lost. Lackawanna scored a touchdown late to win. Yeah. Here's a game that uh, I, this is a great barometer game, at least I think in B South. Springville beating Pioneer forty to seven. All right, now we had Pioneer losing a close one to Burgard, right? And then yeah. Pioneer came back the following week with an impressive win. Crushed East Aurora, didn't he? Yes. Well, not crushed them, but uh, put up what forty some points against it was a shootout, East Aurora. Right? That well, yeah. that was the one. I think there was like what three. Uh, Kick, kick returns, returns for yeah. touchdowns. In well, there. One, no, one teams. kid had three himself. Yeah. Right. And the other team had one. <laughs> so you got Springville uh, putting up 40 on them and only giving up seven. Uh, I think that positions Springville as one of the top teams in small school poll. Oh, yeah. Baker's got 13 touchdowns already this year. Yeah, Not, I, not too shabby. I think I, before this week, I have Springville four now. I had him at three. I dropped him one spot from losing to Frontier. But that's a really good good win versus a pioneer team that I had ranked ten. Um, where were they in our small school poll? Pioneer was ten on our small school poll as well. Um, it's a tough loss losing to a top three team, but they're hanging on the edge. And then you got teams like Jamestown. I mean, not Jamestown. JFK looking down on them, looking up, trying to get in the top ten. That might be that might be a spot for Cheek Dewaga, another spot. I'm looking forward to that Maryville Cheektowaga game because they said Star Point had a three-headed monster. Maryville's got four running backs to just keep running the ball. I mean, you got Law, Sullivan, Reem Snyder, Casey, and then you got that freshman quarterback. They're all doing well there. Yeah, there's only one problem though. You can only put three of the four in the backfield at once. I don't know. Spread one put one a wide receiver <laughs> exactly. and throw a two-yard pass. Now you got your running game out of that. Even that, you could throw it behind the line of scrimmage and let them take it from there. Maryville. Either way, there's ways of getting your guys the ball. Oh, yeah. Maryville's the ball. Keyword, the ball. There's only one at a time. Yeah, well, there's four quarters. Each but, one dominates a quarter. But it <laughs> is, <laughs> Spread it out evenly. It's going to be interesting to see what how Burgard does in our small school poll because they're number two right now. Just lost to East. They lost a really good, significant player in that game that's going to be out for the Cheektowaga game next week. That's killing me. You're killing me with this. They'll, he'll be back. <laughs> oh, I forgot what high school you went to for a minute, Tony. Roof, roof. <laughs> you roof. know you didn't. But the, 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 the kid <laughs> but the kid will be back by the time the Maryville game comes up. But, but the Cheektowaga a, game, the that's the season right there. Is the game is the game you want to be. They dropped to Cheektowaga realistically – you know, what could they look at, Raj, as far as postseason? Well, depending now, and then that, those miserable tiebreakers, I had a problem with them when Milt was around to help me out, so I'm not even going to, you know, worry about getting ahead. Well, how bad, let's put it this way, how bad does it affect them losing? It's a non-league well, means, game to an A opponent in West Oh, Seneca you're East. talking about last night? Yeah. Well, nothing as far as the playoffs, but if uh, the uh, individual from Burgard is unable to play against Chickdawaga, that does not bode well for Burgard. And uh, that means, assuming Chicktawaka now would knock off Burgard, Burgard could end up with uh, in second place with the fourth, fifth, or possibly sixth seed. Now they got to go on the road uh, for week one in the quarterfinals and all that. Like I say, trying to figure out the fourth, fifth, and sixth, the first, second, and third, uh, it's a mishmash. But, uh, yeah, that might have repercussions. And uh, like you say, if he got thrown out of the game, He's ineligible next week, and what might have been uh, the uh, what is that Class B, B East? East? 
game of the year. Yeah. And don't sleep on the Maryville Burgard game. Last year, Burgard only left Maryville. I believe they only beat Maryville six to three. Right so don't now, <laughs> I think Jeff Buccieri is one of the top coaches. In Absolutely. New York. No question about it. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll preview the, today's games, help you decide what game you want to go and see. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. We're back. One last segment of an Inside High School Sports. Keep it locked here on WGR Sports Radio 550 Sports Talk coming up after we are done. All right, let's get into talking about some of the games that are going on today. Uh, St. Joe's at Cardinal O'Hare at 1 o'clock. Uh, Clarence against Lockport at 2 o'clock. Kenmore West at Niagara Falls, 2 o'clock. That's going to be a big game for Double uh, A South. Uh, Williamsville South against Williamsville East at noon. Boy, you want to talk about a uh, what are they? Two called? schools that uh, aren't very fond of each other. Yeah, but now was it Williamsville East coach used to be on Krasanski's staff at Will South? Do I have that correctly? I'll take your word for it. So uh, that adds a little bit more intrigue, and I'm sure today Craig will be in shorts. There's no way he's wearing pants to the game. <laughs> uh, Cheat to Walgate, New Fane. That game has been moved up to 1 o'clock, I believe, in uh, fear of afternoon storms. So uh, oh if I'm not mistaken, it's at 1 o'clock. If I have that wrong, please call 803-0550 and let us know. But I'm pretty sure I saw that on Twitter. Uh, Allegheny Limestone at Faulkner, one thirty. Then you have Aquinas at Canisius. Holy cow. Anybody have an update on how Aquinas has been doing this year? They well, lost week one. I know that. Because I heard they're not the power this no, year. They're not. According to my source, uh, he tells me that uh, they lost to uh, Victor, and Victor wasn't expected to finish any higher than third in their division. Having said that, I believe they upset Pittsburgh last night so maybe victor is better than they were projected to be and trickle down and maybe aquinas isn't as inept as they used to be but they are not the powerhouse and they were the past they're still impressive night. to watch regardless, oh, yeah. regardless of the record you watch Team that you would not want to play in a critical game right and it's just i mean from the time they get off the bus to the time they leave they are so impressive uh i'm just their coaching staff is phenomenal. It's one of the best I've seen at the high school level. Uh, you have East Aurora slash Holland. They're going to play at all high against Hutch Tech at 1 o'clock. Uh, Nichols is going to play Charles Finney of Section 5 at 1 o'clock. Tonawanda at JFK at 1.30. And then uh, St. Mary's of Lancaster at Bishop Kearney at 2 o'clock. So there's your uh, there's your uh, slate of games today. But as I said, that that Kenmore West Niagara Falls game that's going to go a long way to determine Double uh, A uh, North. Yeah, and JFK Tonawanda for the for our small school people saying um, Tonawanda should be a good test for this JFK team. But they're struggling for, with numbers. That's that's yeah. their problems. Like okay, now uh, the players that they were waiting on that had to go through the concussion protocol, you know to to pass that in their physicals. Has that been taken care of? Do they have that on there? Uh, you know, the JV kids gone back to JV? You know, that that's that's the question to uh, to find out. Yep, but they got to come into Cheektowaga, and it's never easy coming in there. Also, I want to give a shout out to Bob Hollywood. I wonder where he's going today. Respect. I had a good time. I had a good time with him last night at the West Seneca East. Old game. Riverside guy. Yeah. So check the. Check out today's games, any one of them that you can go to. Uh, guys, your final thoughts on uh, last night and today? 
Well, again, you know, it's starting. I'm starting to get the uh, gather uh, my data and all that, and I'm, you know, almost ready to jump into the uh, uh, add uh, my two cents into the poll. So next week, uh, after next week's game, Joe forewarned is forearmed. You know, you can expect to hear from me if you want to block me out. Okay, no problem. <laughs> I, I just wanted to throw uh, two stats out there. Uh, Ryan Shippert from Randolph, 8 for 8 on extra points. That's, That's not bad. something you don't see anywhere except for uh, Toe Blake, old-time hockey there for Canisius. Um, and Williamsburg North, Anthony Maniscalco on his season. Maniscalco. Maniscalco, is it? I think it is. Maniscalco, yeah. Okay, he's got six interceptions on the season already. Not bad. Mark, well, before we get going, uh, shoot out our, our, we've got to do this, our large, large and small. Large and small. Large school, Canisius is one, Franny's two, Lancaster, OP, World North, Bennett, Iroquois, Star Point, North Tonawanda, then St. Joe's. Small school is Cheektawaga, one, Burgard, two, then Maple Grove, Springville, Alden, Maryville, Cleveville. Frank Ellicottville, Medina, and Pioneer. So obviously we're going to see some movement on the small school for sure. Quickly, That's just to mention, uh, Joe mentioned Anthony Maniscalco. I've said it before, but I'll say it again because I miss him. Anthony Maniscalco is the grandson of the late, great Chuck Funky. Outstanding. All right, guys, thank you very much. Nate, thank you. Great job as always. Uh, keep it on Sports Talk. Saturday, Saturday is coming up next right here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook inside High School Sports. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.